0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music.
0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends ten thirty one seventeen.
2: You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
1: day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. This is Locked On Bengals. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Bengals at James Erpine iTunes, Audioboom.com, a lot to get to. Joe Goodberry coming up in a matter of minutes on Dre Kirkpatrick and on Domita Pecco. We're talking free agency. Our free agency podcast has begun. Yesterday, if you missed it, Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler, I talked with Joe about both of those guys. Should they keep them? Yes, no, maybe so. Get the answer, get both of our takes, and so much more on yesterday's episode. Today we will talk about Dre Kirkpatrick and Domata Pekka, starting with Dre. But I, I do want to address one thing, and I outlined this on my blog, ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW.com, and I think it's interesting because everyone knows how I feel about Andy Dalton. He's good, not great, not bad, but not amazing. He's okay. Andy Dalton's an okay quarterback. But if you can do better than okay, you do it. If you can potentially upgrade and know it's a get a known commodity that's better than Andy Dalton, I would want the Bengals to do it if I'm a Bengals fan. And today I wrote about the scenario where Phillip Rivers, who is reportedly unhappy in Los Angeles, as San Diego Chargers are now the Los Angeles Chargers, he's unhappy about the move. If he wants out, the Bengals should do what they need to to try to get... Philip Rivers. I explain why on the blog. Uh, ultimately, it's this, and I can sum it up very simple. In the NFL, great quarterback play hides your flaws. Andy Dalton will never be a great quarterback. If you have a chance to get one, you do it. Philip Rivers has kept that San Diego Chargers, well, the Chargers organization afloat for years. And uh, if you got a, an organization like this in Cincinnati with A.J. Green and a defense, well, the sky would be the limit in my Opinion, But let's get the Joe who is on hold now. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Goodberry. Joe, I appreciate you joining me. Really excited for the, the series that you're doing. Let, let's get into to Dre Kirkpatrick here. And uh, as we continue to talk free agents, Dre Kirkpatrick is a free agent, probably the biggest free agent, biggest name free agent the Bengals have when you combine youth, position, etc. I thought he had a career season, his best season in the NFL What did you see from Jay Kirkpatrick when you turned on the film?
2: Yeah, it was definitely his best year of the two being a full-time starter, uh, but that wasn't too hard. I thought he he really struggled in 2015 and being an unknown this year, uh, coming in as an undisputed starter, really. I thought he played well. I thought he he maybe struggled at the beginning of the year uh, and then had a really, really good Stretch of games between after the bye week and then towards the end I think the only time he really struggled was late in the second half versus Antonio Brown but as we saw you know if you watch the Steelers at all and in any other games and especially in the playoffs this year Brown just can't be covered so it's hard to knock Kirkpatrick for that I thought he he was really good at, for the most part uh, I, I think some sites or some other people didn't like him as much I think pro football focus had him as an average corner uh, maybe that helps the Bengals get him back at, at a cheap price. He's he's 27 years old. Uh, there's a lot of good free agent corners out there. He, but not many that have first round pedigrees like Kirkpatrick. I really think that that weighs in on teams and potential suitors and even the Bengals' price when they're looking at free agents. Is you look at Kirkpatrick with a first round pick, uh, has coming off his best year is only 27 years old, uh, yeah, I think you, the Bengals want to re-sign him. I, I think the way he played, the unknowns at the, unknown that the rest, of, uh, rest of the secondary, especially with uh, Adam Jones getting older, with William Jackson missing the entire year, with not knowing what you have in Dark West Denard still, uh, if, you, if they view Josh Shaw as just a nickel guy, uh, I think you have to say Kirkpatrick should be a starter for them for the next four or five years, and at 27 years old, a Five year deal sounds ideal, and the thing is, uh, they can afford it. He his cap hit last year was seven and a half million. Uh, if you're saying he gets nine, maybe ten at most in the open market, I think he might resign for a little bit less, maybe around there. Maybe he's at eight and a half, maybe he's at nine. That's not too much of a, of a bump from what they owed him last year. Uh, they can definitely handle that in this cap for 2017.
1: When Dre was j- uh, drafted, Joe, I, I, I wasn't super high on him, but it, it seems like. Things I don't know if everything just came together this year, but to me, he was their their best cornerback. Kind of hard to imagine the, the the Bengals moving on. When you you watched him and and you watched Adam Jones and the rest of the Bengals secondary, did Dre stand out as as their top guy?
2: Yeah, I think definitely he did. Uh, there were times where I think in the middle stretch of the year, teams started picking on Adam Jones and and because he's a little too aggressive in zone, uh, he doesn't always trust the guys around him in zone. Uh, He can be, he can be beat on double moves. They started to really just ignore Kirkpatrick's side and go towards Adam Jones and say, if you're not going to play better, uh, we're going to attack that side. And then Pac-Man picked it up a little bit. And I think that's when we saw Kirkpatrick start to get, Balls thrown in his direction. He made a couple of fantastic interceptions. I'm thinking of the Giants game. A couple of uh, interceptions after that too. Ended up with three on the year. A bunch of passes deflected. I think Kirkpatrick is their best starting corner right now. And especially thinking of the age of Adam Jones. I think he's 33. Going to the next phase of the of this defense. You want your starters to more than likely be William Jackson and Dre Kirkpatrick on the outside because we still don't know what Denard is. If we had a better idea of what Denard was, had William Jackson played at all this year, maybe we'd be more comfortable with letting Kirkpatrick walk. But his performance and the surrounding factors, I think he is a must-retain free agent.
1: This is the Locked on Bengals podcast on Twitter, at Bengals at James Erpine. Subscribe iTunes, Audioboom.com. I'm James Rapine, joined by Joe Goodberry. You can follow him on Twitter, at Joe Goodberry. Joe, let's switch gears here. Stick with the defense, though. Let's look at a guy that's been here for a long time out of Michigan State, drafted back in 06, Domita Peco. How did he play? Because everyone's going to talk about Domita Pecco and him being done. What did you see from him on film in 2016?
2: The thing with Peco is, the coaches will tell you, and everyone that, that has met him and, and interacted with him will tell you, he's a great guy, yep. and a great teammate, and uh, you the know, kind of guy you want on your team and in your locker room. Uh, but when you watch on film, he, he doesn't make an impact. And he, he rarely impacts, positively or negatively, to be honest with you. A lot of times, he's just out there. Uh, and when you do see him, and, and he comes into focus, it's cleaning up a play, it's because he does get pushed back it's because uh he is taking up a, taking on an offensive lineman or a double team and allowing someone else to make a tackle that's the role of a nose tackle it is very hard to look at him and say uh he's the reason the defense is bad but at the same time i can look at him and say he can be better he can make more of an impact i know his role as a nose tackle and what it's supposed to be but you look around the league and watch other nose tackles and those guys actually penetrate. They they actually push the pocket. They will actually stuff the run and, and force double teams to stay on them instead of getting to the second level. How many linemen did we see getting on, our li- getting on the Bengals linebackers and the linebackers struggling to get off of those linemen? It's because your nose tackle and your other defensive tackle and the defensive linemen as a whole aren't plugging the lanes, aren't forcing offensive linemen to stay on those double blocks a little bit longer. And I I think you can upgrade from Paco. I don't think it's hard. I know a lot of fans, and I've I've received some people saying, um, yeah, but what he does doesn't show up on film, you know, basically what the coaches will tell you. And maybe that's true. It's hard to say. But on film, and that's all we have to watch, he doesn't impact the game at all. Uh, A lot of times it looks like they're playing with just ten guys because he's just out there single-blocked, one-on-one, and that's it. You just – He's not breaking off of it. He's not giving up, giving much of a fight. He, there was a time he was a really good nose tackle. I think he steadily declined. Um, he almost made four million dollars against the cap last year at 32 years old. He took 55 percent of the snaps. I think it's time to upgrade, and maybe that's Andrew Billings. Maybe that's a combination of Billings and Pat Sims in year two. But the fact is, Sims has dealt with injuries. Now Billings coming off of, of off of a serious knee injury and not taking any snaps as a rookie. You really don't know what you have at that position behind Peko. I could see them saying, we want him back on a one-year deal, but we're going to start cutting his snaps a little bit and giving some of those to Billings or maybe another nose tackle that they draft somewhere uh, in the fourth round, because that's where they seem to like defensive tackles. But I could see that scenario where they bring him back. At the same time, I think it's a sign of them holding on to guys way past their prime and way past their, their use. Uh, let him go. Let him walk. If he finds another team, that's fine. Uh, I just think he, he's a good example of where you can use some fresh blood and some fresh legs and more energy at the position.
1: That's Joe Goodberry. You can follow him on Twitter, at Joe Goodberry, a really good Twitter follow for all draft fans, Bengals fans, NFL fans. He does really great work, and uh, you can find it all on his Twitter feed. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. and Just a, a couple thoughts here on, on what we talked about with Joe Here's the thing, and we talked about it yesterday as well with, with the tackle position and the guard position and just the offensive line in general with Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler. If you're the Bengals, Domata was a fourth-round pick. Haven't you gotten the most probably you're going to get out of 99% of Domata He's been here for 10 years. 10. And he's played really well. Now, if you want to sign him to a one-year deal, that's fine. If you want to keep him around for one more year in a reserve role or, or, or not as big of a role. I get that as, as being a leader, and and, and I, I get keeping some of these veterans around because of what they bring intangible-wise, plus their play is still good enough for them to be here. But if you're the Bengals, guys like Dre Kirkpatrick and, and Kevin Zeitler and Andrew Whitworth, guys that are the reason you, you've had a shot. I mean, Dre Kirkpatrick has had some big plays over the past couple of years. Big plays, and I wasn't a big fan of him coming out of college. In fact, I, I thought that they should have gotten the pass rusher Melvin Ingram, who ended, landed in San Diego, and well, so far Ingram's been eh, so battling injury as well, like kind of like how Dre was early in his career. But Dre Kirkpatrick has turned himself into a really good corner. He looked like a, a safety. He has the size of a safety. I thought he was a hard hitter coming out of college. I thought that that's what he would be. But now he's got good ball skills, and he gets interceptions. And remember him picking Peyton Manning off a couple years ago, and that was a down year for him. But last year he played well. He was their best corner. Like it or not, Dre Kirkpatrick was. And I like Adam Jones, and I think Adam Jones can still play at a pretty high level. But Dre's better. Dre is better. He might not be as athletic. He might not... Look as good to be as flashy. He might not say the flashiest quote. Heck, he might not give me as much attention when I ask him questions in the Bengals locker room. He might, but he might not. He might be in a bad mood some days. But Drake Kirkpatrick is the best corner on the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you're the Bengals, you almost have to keep him. Now, I will say this. If there was a position that you could let go, that you could move on from, if there was a position that you've accumulated enough young talent To replace someone at the cornerback position or at a position, it would be cornerback. Absolutely. William Jackson, Darquez Denard, Guevara Russell. I will talk, by the way, with Joe about all three of those on a later podcast. Those guys are there for a reason. Josh Shaw. I mean, those are all picks that were picked in the third round or higher. There's four guys. I haven't even named Adam Jones. That's five. He's a first-round pick. He's older, but still. So if there's a position that you're prepared to lose Dre, you know, prepared to lose that guy, it's definitely not Andrew Whitworth. They don't have a left tackle. They don't have anybody that can play tackle on this team. Andrew Whitworth is the guy. So you can afford to lose Dre if the bidding gets crazy. But if you're the Bengals losing Dre Kirkpatrick, I can't be, I can't think and, and fathom that. And I found this interesting. This is from Marvin Lewis, his final press conference. Uh, of this year, of the 2016 season. I I don't know. Is it last year or this year? We're still in the playoffs, so I I, I get torn and say both. Of the 2016 season, it's his last press conference, and he goes out of his way to praise Dre. Here's Marvin Lewis.
0: Look at Dre Kirkpatrick. I mean, he comes here with the expectations that he comes from, from Alabama, all the great things he's done there. Injured as a rookie, doesn't get to play. Gets to play some his second year, <laughs> so, I mean every day is up for that. We laugh about it. To basically gives up a touchdown pass the first game of the year, and uh, has done to me grown so much. You know lives here, bought a house here. It's just it's great, and you know so you're, there's a guy who has grown up, and it's been cool to f- be a part of and watch. And yeah, we, me and him have our moments every day. And he looks at me because <laughs> he knows I'm going to give him that look. And he says, that's "All you do is you gotta give me the look. I know what you mean." I said, "Okay, that works." You know, and uh, but but that's the thing. And and so there's a number of guys like that, and it's been great. Um, you know, and you, you but but you know, to me, he's one that's had a you know uh, a career here that didn't get started the way he wanted to be started. It Didn't get started the way we we wanted to be started. <laughs> But yet, he he's battled his way through it. And he's come out the other side of it. And And now, as I told him, now you're the guy that's got to mentor the next group of young guys.
1: Does that sound like a coach that's going to be, eh, uh, you can let Dre go. Does that sound like a coach that's willing to not have Dre on the team next year? No. Now maybe Dre's agent negotiates some crazy deal with another team. Maybe he gets to free agency. You never know what's going to happen. But it sounded like to me, That Marvin Lewis wants Dre here. Thank you for that audio, audio courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network, ESPN 1530. Tomorrow, well, we're going to continue. Brandon LaFell, Carlos Dansby, we're going to get into these free agents with Joe, and then we will move to the offensive side of the ball. The rookies like Tyler Boyd, guys like Andy Dalton, and so much more. Tweet me at Erpine. follow on Twitter at Locked On Bengals as well. Every show will be tweeted out. And just subscribe. You know what? Just subscribe. Share with all your Bengals fan uh, friends that are fans or heck th- your enemies. If they're Bengals fans and they, they want to hear about the Bengals on a daily basis, Locked On Bengals is the way to go. We will have draft coverage shortly. Draft's still a ways away. I'm getting my knowledge of the draft now, and I will discuss that moving forward. But there's plenty of time for that. Tomorrow we will continue our 2016 season in review with Joe Goodberry. And until then, I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast.
2: Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that?